Hey, welcome to episode 17 of Hey My Man with me, Dave, Nick. What's up? And today we have a guest, Chencho Leon. You could say hello or not. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's up? What do you, uh, what's the exact pronunciation of your first name? For anyone who doesn't know, it's not Chencho, is it? No, no, it's uh, Crescencio. All right. I think that cleared some things up for some people. Yeah, um, Chencho is just a nickname. <laughs> how did you get it? Um, it's my dad's name. His name was Crescencio. But how Chencho. did he get Chencho? Um, is that just like a something? I think it would, just kind of goes with the name. Just sounded right. Yeah, it's like a Mexican thing. A couple of things that we asked uh, all the people on our Facebook and Twitter if they had any questions on your website, Forty uh, Fifth Street Tattoos Facebook page and our our Facebook page. If they had any questions, to email them in. So I actually have a couple of questions. I'll I'll just we'll keep going back and forth. I'll throw a couple of them. We'll we'll talk about whatever, and then we'll go back to it. So the first question I have, um, are you happy that the tattoo stigma is gone? No, not at all. A couple of weeks ago, me and Nick were talking about it, and Nick had an incident where he's got a lot of tattoos, and um, they ran into some other female about our same age that was talking about it. And he, tell, tell him what you were talking about. She was talking about how it'll just make her sick. You'll have a a 20-something kid, early 20s or even younger than that, come in with just full sleeves, either good or bad most of the time. I think usually it's it's not as good. And she's like, you know, it just makes me sick because, A, most of the time when these younger kids are getting that many tattoos, they're getting a lot of shitty ones. And then they're having to go back and, you know, maybe, which which what I had to do is cover some up to get better stuff. But she was just saying that, and maybe you can add something to this or, or say if you agree or disagree, but a lot of the old school people, they didn't, you didn't get a bunch of tattoos by the time you were like 20. Like you would not get oh, sleeved no. out. It would just be a gradual thing and you wouldn't maybe be full like sleeved until you're a lot older. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, like back in the day, like, you know, um, yeah, you would just like more work, I guess, like um, in areas that were covered or like your torso, your legs, wherever. And then like, you know, everybody now it's like they have no tattoos, but they have their hands and their neck covered or they got like, you know, like a lot of work done at like over a month or, you know, yeah. something ridiculous, you know, and yeah, that's it's shitty. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, it, I think you just answered my question right there. I, I kind of you know, take you as sort of a, for lack of a better term, like a tattoo snob or like that old, like, you know, punk rock sensibility where it's like, well, it's kind of your thing and, you know, your friends and, you know, I mean, I know you're running a business, but at the same time, it's like, well, you don't want, you know what I mean? Like you see someone come in, like he said, and like the first thing, you know, their mom brings them in or, you know, their 21st birthday or 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I just want to get sleeved out like right away. Yeah. And it's a nice canvas for you. So I'm sure you're able to do, I mean, it's better than the cover up. I mean, as a business owner, it's great. You know, yeah. I mean, you want to make money, but like, you know, yeah, you get these like jackasses that come in and they're like, oh, you know, like they don't have any clue. I mean, you know, like in, in my opinion, you know, you get one tattoo and see what it's like, see what it's about. And then you build from there. What what's the responsibility of the difference between the responsibility of a tattoo tattooist and a tattoo shop owner slash tattooist when somebody comes in and they you know they pick something out of the that's gotta be to me that would be like super annoying like I don't know what I want to get and they're like flipping through and they're like that I mean it's funny because like there's like different um like different I guess schools of thought on it you know like there's shops in Chicago where it's just strictly based like walk in you pick something off the wall, but most of the things you're picking off the wall are custom, right. you know, or they've only been done a few times. So like, you know, as opposed to like, like when they come to me, it's usually like for custom work only, you know, like just like, I'm, you know, drawing up things like either on the spot or, um, things that, you know, we've had a consultation and I have to draw it for them. And, you know, it's usually like a little bit larger scale work, but you know, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. It used to be like when I first started, um, you know, I want a dolphin, I want a sun, I want a panther, you know, it was just like cookie cutter, like, you know, you pick it off the wall and that's what you get, you know, and I mean, I would do like three, four, five panthers in a day or two, three, four, I mean, you know, I started at Roy's and, you know, we were by the beach, so, I mean, you know, you get these girls that come in, like, I want a sun, I want a dolphin, you know, they just came from the beach and, I mean, all day long. Real quick, uh, just give us a quick bio of where you started and where you went, where you are now. Well, um, Initially, I started, I can't remember if it was like 93 or 4, 
but I started at Roy Boys and Gary, you know, and I worked for him and his wife, Deborah. I kind of alternated between their shops and her shops in Cal City, his and Gary. Um, well, I started in Lake Station, then I'd like fill in in Gary, then I um, ended up in Cal City for a couple years, then I um, quit there. I was like about five years there at Roy's, and then uh, I started working at Bugaboo Tattoo, which was another guy that worked for Roy for a few years, and you know, I stayed there for about eight years, and then that's when I opened up my shop. Which it's been about six years now that the shop's been open, and it's called Forty Fifth Street Tattoo. What's the address? Uh, eighteen seventeen West Glen Park. Question: Everybody in Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland, and probably you you could speak better than this. Everybody knows Roy. Oh yeah, or you knew knew of Roy, and I don't. You probably you might take this as a slam. I don't know, but like if, to to look at the owner of Bugaboo or your tattooing ability compared to Roy's, it's like well, you work for this guy, and he's a legend. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we're talking about two entirely different games. Almost not even a legend for tattoos now. It's just for right for being involved or, or or being rumored to be involved in crazy shit. Right. Like owning tigers and <laughs> you know, feeding people to tigers. We totally were just having this conversation, man. Like, um, it's so funny that this is like being talked about because Roy was like, uh, uh, they broke the mold. I mean, he was a nut. I mean, he was like a... a, a a biker tattoo artist, you know, like one of the last, like really crazy, you know, right now it's become like way more like, um, well, you know, thanks to the shows, like, I don't know, it's almost like standardized or something like, you know, it's, it's more like, more people like artists more... that become tattoo artists yeah. rather than like guys that have nothing else going on that become tattoo artists. Yeah. I don't know. Like exactly. I don't know how Roy fell into tattooing. Um, but actually he came from a lineage of great tattooists, you know, and it's, it's pretty crazy, you know, like how he fell into it. I'm not really sure, but I mean, definitely very lucky because like he learned from this guy cliff raven who is like a legend you know what i mean and you know cliff worked with like paul rogers and like you know cap coleman these guys are like legends in tattooing you know but wouldn't you i mean your style is obviously a hell of a lot different cleaner and like you could i mean anybody who lives in this area who's probably a little bit older than me you could tell right away like that's a roy tattoo yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and people could tell with me here. even like, "Hey, that's a Chencho tattoo." It's getting to the point where you have like, you've created like a niche that people know, like, you know, maybe you or one or one or two other people at that level. Yeah, there's like guys, like there's a handful of guys in this area that you can recognize right off the bat what they're doing. You definitely could, I would yeah, assume, as sure. an artist. You know, I mean, I think even collectors after a point, like they become familiar with like different artist style. You know, like, um, I mean, Roy, yeah, he's definitely had his own style. It was like. Because he was the only guy around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was very easy to pick out, like, a Roy tattoo. You know, right. he always had his little trademark things, too. You know, he did these, like, little, like, starbursts and stuff. Right. And his lettering was, like, uh, I mean, it was known, you know. People would come and get a name and a ribbon and then, you know, a tiger head or something crazy, you know. And, like, you knew right away, like, Roy did it. You How know? many tattoos do you have that Roy did? I never got tattooed. Really? No, he would never tattoo. Me. I don't know <laughs> what? what that dude's deal was. I mean, like you know, I like you I, like at like at the time when you were working for him, how many tattoos were you? Did you have a lot of tattoos? Um, yeah, I had, I had started getting my sleeves done, and I had had a, quite a few by you then. You just want one just to say you have a Roy yeah, tattoo? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's you know just something to remember the experience by. I mean. I tried to get him to tattoo me a few times. He's like, oh, yeah, get a hold of me next week. And, you know, it never did, you know. When, when you first started there, how many shops would you say were in Northwest Indiana? Um, three. There was Roy's, there was Jeannie's, and there was Famous Legs. What's and, Jeannie's? Um, Jeannie's Roy's ex-wife. Oh, okay. And she was in Lake Station. And, uh, yeah, you know, very reputable as well, you know. Like solid old school tradition. She know? was a tattoo artist as well, mm-hmm. or she was just a shop owner. Um, no, she was a tattoo artist. You know, she's very like her style's real like recognizable as well. You know, she had like it's kind of like a feminine touch. You know, it was very soft and very smooth. You know, like Roy was kind of more like you know like his personality. You know, heavier and harder. You know, which you can definitely tell it was a different style. I mean, just wondering like working at at a tattoo shop in general, but like at Roy's tattoo shop. You, I would assume that, like, you know, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get people that probably maybe show up to work when they're supposed to, maybe don't show up to work when they're supposed to. Like, what what kind of craziness was going on there? It, as far as I like, would, I would be there from like ten in the morning until like whenever the last person left. Just because you you probably wanted anything you could get your hands on is like. Well, yeah. When I first started, I would, excuse me, I wanted to tattoo as much as I could as often as I could. But not only that, but Roy was like a taskmaster. Like, you didn't leave, you know? Like, if you left, like, you know, you're going to get your head cracked the next day, you know what I mean? Like, 
Like, there was serious threat of, like, physical oh, yeah. violence at yeah. any moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, for someone to get punched out was not, like, <laughs> uncommon. It's like working at a construction site. Dude, I always say it was tattoo boot camp. I mean, you know, like, he just, yeah, he, like, iron fist, man. He ruled that, you know, like, you just, you were there no matter what. So you'd be doing all the labor, like, cleaning that after people, that kind of thing, too? Dude, I clean monkey shit, like, <laughs> cigarette butts, like, out of the, you know, I mean, I'd have to go and pick out, like, cigarette butts out of the rocks and, like, yeah. Which is, it seems like really weird because if you've seen the guy or, or the place where the shop was, at least in Gary, it's like he really cares that much about that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like it, it was like that kind of stuff was more like at Debbie's, you know, like right. I, I, I lucked out. I didn't have to stay in Gary's so much. You know, he had his own like minions over there who did whatever he wanted. But yeah, over in uh, Lake Station, you know, Debbie was the one. She was real particular about things, you know. I mean, and yeah, it wasn't like the super nicest shop that I've ever worked in. But right. You know, she liked to have things clean and, and organized, you know. I mean, would you say that you took, like, like part of his, like, business model as far as when you opening up your own business? And oh, yeah. How the way you, you look at employees rather than, like, hey, this is a business. Like, we're, you know, it's different than being friends with people. Well, I, I mean, I definitely think that, like, you know, due to the fact that I spent time around Roy and Debbie, like, I picked up some of their habits, you know. I mean, they were very particular about, like, showing up on time, you know, being there and, you know, making the money while you can. I mean, because it is, it's like, you know, feast or famine, you know, like you're either going to make the money like now or, you know, you starve. The, um, I, yeah, I always wondered why, or as far as like when, when you have now your own employees, do you look at it like, Hey, I kind of like cut my teeth with like, like you take, there's a little bit of pride saying like, I came up hard. Like I came up with some real traditional old school Mm -hmm. tattoo type of people. I didn't come up in a tattoo shop in the mall you know like no. i made my bones so now you're gonna make you know like i have a right yeah. to kind of i got a young guy that works for me man and i don't cut him any slack i mean i like i kind of like make it harder for him just to prove to him like hey dude you know like you're gonna get something out of this you know like you're gonna pay your dues just like i did so you know just deal with it and then you know you'll reap the benefits later down the road you like might... even though you're smiling in the back of your head when you're mm-hmm. like making him do some stupid shit it's like you know hey someday you're going to be able to do this to somebody else. And it's yeah. all part of like saying I, I earned my spot, not yeah. like, Hey, I'm a good artist. So I just get to be, it's like, no, there's more to it than it's that. It's not enough to be a good artist. It, you have to be more than that. Like everybody's a good artist. I mean, really nowadays, even like, you know, unless you're like a completely awful artist, I mean, most people are pretty decent. I mean, it's more than that. You have to have like a good work ethic. You have to be there and like consistently be there and you have to be like, on top of your game, you know, good with the clients, you know, I mean, it's like you're, the rapport you develop with people, you know. I mean, did you, did you think like the day before your doors opened when you were working for the day before when you were working for somebody else, was is it like culture shock when you were like, wow, like now I have people that aren't showing up or people that are late or, and now it's like, what do I do? Uh, kind of. I mean, like when I opened up my doors, I mean, I had like, I was like booked up for like two months right off the bat, you know, and then like if someone didn't show up, I mean, I could easily have filled the space or I'd go and run errands because we were new. So I'd just go take care of what had to be done at the shop, you know. So, I mean, even now, like if I get a cancellation or a no show, sometimes I'll fill it. If I have things I need to go do, I'll go do it. But generally, yeah, I mean, I didn't freak out too much. What, like now being that you're like, you know, a, a tattoo shop owner and also kind of like no, and I, I consider you like, hey, you know, I've told people before, I'm not trying to take business away from you, but I would say, hey, if you're going to get like, a tattoo like somebody's name go to the shop but you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't pay chencho i'd pay like the you know he might not even do it he might say and it's funny because i've heard people say before well like anybody that would turn away a tattoo it's like i've heard nunez on that show he had before mm-hmm. or, or like ami james or any of those guys like i'm not doing that you know I'm, i don't do that anymore like that i'll give that to the new guy coming in the door it's kind of like that i mean i don't try to keep like this uh prima donna like attitude by any means like i'm too good to do anything because once in a while if someone if they're cool like i mean or they're nice you know or whatever the case is they'll come in and be like hey man you know i just want to get this name my mom passed away and i'll be like cool man just sit down i got you you know other times i'm like yeah you know what joe's got a space right. open to go talk to him or you know so-and-so's got time available it just depends on what's going on and what my mood is I yeah guess. i mean i would think that it's almost like Led Zeppelin or some band playing the same song over and over. I mean, you've done yeah. the same thing. It's like, how many times can I write Jim yeah. or you love Carrie with a heart? You know, well, it's like, this is, yeah. You know what, man? It's, I, I was just saying earlier tonight, I was, there's, I don't like doing tribal tattoos and I don't really like doing ta- uh, lettering. I don't like people that have tribal tattoos. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all bad. Especially now when people come, come in, like you see somebody like, 
No, th- this is kind of funny. I before Chencho covered up my Spider-Man tattoo, which is just awful. And he yeah, actually made like a really awesome, <laughs> he made like a really awesome tattoo. And I always wonder like what it could have, how much better could it even yeah. have been had he not had to, been doing a cover. I had the reason why he's fucking with me, but the tribal, I had to, yeah. I got him when I was like 19. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't actually. And I forgot all about it. I, I got it nah. lightened. I, I lived in California for a couple of years and they have a couple no of, excuse. Uh, there's a lot of places out there you can get removal that are like for gangs and stuff, but they'll let yeah. anyone go. So I paid like 50 bucks and had it lightened oh, cool. and I got it covered with a sleeve. And, uh, but we were talking about that. No, no I mean, I think it, it, it definitely limit when you have a shitty tattoo, it, you only have, there's only so much they can do with it. Right. You know, well, unless you're going to get it lightened and then re-tattoo. Well, that's the thing. What can you do with a tribal? It's just standalones. So. I mean, there's like, like, yeah, there's like you know within certain like uh, groups like tribal tattoos are just dumb. You know, I mean like oh tribal cool. I mean I just don't like doing it because it's repetitive. You know, I mean just sitting there and just you know right. like filling in a space is boring. Whereas like if I'm doing something like I did on you, right. you know I'm like shading, I'm coloring, I'm blending. You know, there's more to it. But I mean there's guys like this one guy Leo Zaletta man like he made tribal. You know what I mean? And like it's it's like as authentic as it gets. You well, know? if you're talking like a different level tribal, yeah. I've never seen it. But yeah. I'm telling you the tribal that I see where a guy walks in and it's like, "Hey, give me the tribal band around my arm." Yeah. And he can only and then he gets there and he's like, "Dude, I want the just tribal. stop right. My tribal half band." Yeah. This ain't happening right here. This yeah. really sucks. It's like, man, I'm or the good. the the Chinese or the Oriental uh, lettering. You know what's oh, funny yeah. is like I got the uh, somebody sent me a picture today of a tattoo that they got, and it was uh, like on the side of their body, and they're like, oh, you know, I sat for two hours and I had to get up because it was rough. I was like, you know, I remember Chencho, he tattooed me for eight. I don't know if you've ever gone longer. But you did eight hour. We did an eight hour yeah, session. Yeah, we did an extra long setting. It was, that time. We had a break for lunch. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of lot of eight hour sittings. You know, brutal. But it's got to be brutal for you too, because your neck's craned and oh, like. Oh yeah, nowadays, man, I'll just like four to six. I'm I'm pretty eight up after that. You know. I yeah. I mean, even I just it's so it's so, and then I came home. I'll never forget. It was like I had toxic shock. I came <laughs> home and I had the I was like I had flu symptoms because I was yeah. like. I was in such my body had just been like so much adrenaline and like yeah, and man. I literally got in a blanket like you know the end of ET where I thought you know shit That's, was over. <laughs> a lot of people do they get kind of like like clammy cold you know they're just kind of like oh man you know like you didn't it, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, you get I, I think you just get like wiped out you know. What's you ever have people complain? I'm sure you have where like the red, it's like puffy. Like every couple of months, all of a sudden my tattoo will puff up, like just where the red ink. I've had people like with different things like that, like red, sometimes black, even like it'll feel like you know, like you feel the outline, like if like I yeah, get I have that on, all the time on some of my tattoos, like um, like I'll go out in the sun, I'll be hot, and like all of a sudden the whole outline will raise up. I I have no idea why it happens. I don't know if it's the ink, your body's reaction to it, or something. Like if there's maybe possible like scarring or something that you know, like you know. I don't know. It's weird because I have had a lot of people like have been like, "Hey, my stuff raises up once in a while." I mean, even mine have done it. My stuff I'm... raises up once in a while as well. That's weird. <laughs> I and my tattoos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the another question that someone asked was, "What is your least favorite place to tattoo someone?" Man, least favorite place. And I don't know. Now, I guess you can answer that question any way you want. Whether it's like the hardest place, what takes ink worst, or what's the most disgusting place that you. If people want a tattoo. Uh, you know, the hardest spot, I think, for me, is maybe, like, you know, and it's not even hard to do because, again, I just was talking to someone about this earlier. Any, at this point in my career, I'm not afraid or nervous about tattooing any spot on a person. It's just, like, I'm more worried about whether it's going to stay, you know, because, like, you tattoo fingers, it doesn't stay very well. It almost will never stay, you know. Um, like, areas, like, the closer you get to the bottom of your feet, you know, where it's drier, you know, knuckles, things like that, you know, like... I just tattooed this guy the other day, like right where his neck met his collarbone. You know, like you hitting the bone. With the... Well, it's not even that. This dude had kind of a fat neck, you know, and I'm sitting here trying to stretch the shit out of it, and it just like it was just bleeding. I don't know, like if this dude like has been drinking like straight grain alcohol, grain alcohol for like a week straight. I mean, like you know, it was just like bleeding and bleeding, you know, and I'm trying to like you know pat it and like it, I mean I got through the tattoo, but I was just like, dude, 
like that just blood <laughs> you know and it's all swollen up you know and it's, it's like it looks great yeah <laughs> Did, you were able to finish the thing too yeah like you're like i don't care what it takes i'm finished this yeah, guy's not coming back <laughs> no no he'll probably come back i, I mean not for that though at least like well, I, I told him this. i was like you might need a touch-up because i was like i mean it was really bleeding i mean like blood's running down his neck bleeding <laughs> did you know? think maybe you hit an artery at some point no, like no. this could be bad <laughs> it's like oh geez i just killed him um have you ever had to kick anybody out, like because like they smelled like, dude, you're, you you got to get out. Like, no, I gotta man. stop like, in mid tattoo. Yeah, no, but you know, I can't uh, have it. There was this guy, and uh, he actually worked for the um, I don't know what they're called, but he was like um, he worked in the court system in uh, Chicago. Like a bailiff or something. Yeah, this dude reeked, man, like just straight bo. Like he ate an <laughs> onion, you know, and just like came into the shop or something. Then that's know? just like a jump, like right away, like. <sighs> It was bad, you know, and like my brother, like, I mean, I would, I would like take green soaps and, and like I told my brother, cause he was going to tattoo him. I'm like, dude, just spray a bunch of green soap on him, you know, just like try to kill the smell because it was so bad, you know, <laughs> that stuff smells super good. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. I definitely like the smell. So did, were you able to do that? I mean, I would was just, <laughs> I just sprayed a lot of it and tried to mask it or something. Yeah, cause you know, I would cause think that that's gotta be a common thing. I mean, people smell. So eventually I would, like, I would never like embarrass someone and be like, dude, you smell like shit. Like, you know, like. <laughs> Be so bad. You, I mean, how bad is bad? I mean, there's got to be a point where you will do that. Pretty bad. I don't know. I haven't reached it yet, but you know, Um, it it was pretty bad. Is there any tat? And I, I think I know the answer to this, but is there another question that came in through the email? Is there any tattoos you refuse to give? Oh yeah, like I won't do any like gang related tattoos. Got that one right. I won't do anything like, like black magic. You know, like anything um, racial. You know. Anything really with a heavy negative connotation, you know? What's what, what? What do you mean, like black magic? I don't know, like just anything real dark, you know? I mean, like you know, like symbols and things, you know? Just because I mean, it sucks, or because I just don't believe in it, like you know? I mean, I'm kind of a weirdo. I believe in that stuff. Like, I mean, I think like certain symbols carry a certain meaning to the person, you know? Right. And like, you know, you can empower someone, you know, like in a good or bad way. Would you send the person out of the shop, or would you just be like, dude, there's a couple other people, talk to them? I'm just I would just say that. like tactfully you know that yeah I, I don't do that i'm not into that i don't believe that you know like you know that's not something i would do here when I, you when you worked at either of the other places you were or any of the other places you worked could have they ever told you like you're doing it like no no I so mean, they we always you... had like you know like leeway with that stuff i mean sounds crazy but we like, were in cal city of all places and uh these clan guys came in you know and they're like yeah we want this and i was like all right i didn't know what it was i had no clue it was a clan symbol my brother like taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey man, that's like a you know like a Ku Klux Klan symbol. Like, don't do like it." Like a World Church of the Creator tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, I was like, hey, listen, man. I was like, you know, I'm not really into this. I was like, and you realize you're in Cal City, you know, like you know, someone wrong person walks in and sees this. You, you know, didn't want to drop the bomb like I'm Mexican. So if you want me to put yeah. this on, that's kind of oh, cool. <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It was what? the guy was cool about it though, you know. So did he change his mind and well I'll go with the rainbow bright that you no, have he didn't over there. Get any, he just turned around and walked out. It would have been awesome if he'd have been like, oh shit, it is a it's a it's a Ku Klux Klan thing. Maybe I shouldn't uh, get it. Uh, you know what's funny? The guy, the, the guy. Oh, these that, were good old boys. They knew what they were getting. <laughs> you know? The guy that did the uh, that did the Spider Man tattoo, which was my first tattoo. He had a tattoo. I should have known because he had a tattoo of Snap Crackle and Pop on himself. <laughs> no way. That he did. He was like, hey, I did this myself. Wow. And it was, it was pretty decent, but I'm like, well, you know, that should have been a telltale sign right there that this guy's not going to ward me off of any bad ideas that I might have. Like, he should have looked at that. The Spider-Man's head was, like, caved in. But, and this is funny because, you know, this is where, like, dudes have true friends, and it's important to have true friends because a lot of people, if you show them a tattoo, people are like, oh, you know, that's cool, you got a tattoo. It really hurts when someone tells you your tattoo sucks because you can't hurt someone worse than that. Like, yeah. that is like, that's pretty much like talking about your mama as an adult. And yeah. I remember somebody was like, dude, that head's, that's, that thing's not right. And I'm like, then I start looking at the mirror and I'm like, oh man, for years I thought this was a badass tattoo. And they're like, no, nah, it that thing sucks. Were you, were you like 18 when you got it? Yeah. Like, ju- you know what? Maybe I was 20. I don't know. Something like that. You know, whatever. Can you hear? Let me see if you ever yeah. see anything like this. Uh, a girl I know, and this was back like in the mid '90s. She got a tattoo, dolphin mm-hmm. tattoo. There, a tattoo shop opened up in the town of Porter, mm-hmm. uh, off of Twenty. And like I said, this was like in the mid '90s. She got a tattoo, and it was my buddy's girlfriend. Within two years, that tattoo was completely gone. Like she never got a tattoo. Yeah, I've seen something like that. Like I've had 
like I've had people like come in and we're like, oh, I just got this like a few months ago and whoever applied it just didn't do a good job, you know I mean? How do you do that though? You just don't go deep enough? Yeah. I mean, whatever they did, you know, just like bad quality, you know, like they probably just didn't go deep enough. The ink might've been like really poor quality. I mean, most of the case, you know, when you get a bad tattoo, it's like too deep, you know, it's like blown out and just all rough, you know? Just... I mean, and I think like, I don't know if they did back then, but I've seen a lot of these tattoo shows. They'll tell somebody like, Hey, the tattoo has to be a certain size or else like, you know, you're going to get older, you're going to get fatter, your skin's going to get looser and it's going to be blurred into a blob. Yeah. Yeah. And the it, detail factor is huge. Like, you know, like the bigger, um, the, you can pull something off and make it still look proportioned to the area you're doing it, the better, you know, you get these guys that come in and, Oh, I want this super detailed Celtic knot, but can you do it two inches by two inches? <laughs> like, no, dude, that's going to be like literally a blur, you know, because they do age, you know, ta- all tattoos age. I just saw in that the the last uh, Ink Master they did a uh, a contest against Oliver Peck where they did the uh, Jägermeister logo. Oh, it was really? like the, the size of like a uh, like a, a quarter. He did it. Yeah, it was like a small detail challenge. I guess that's like his. He's known for doing those micro tattoos. You know, they put like a dime next. But to But how it. does that will that stand up if it's? I don't think it will. No. I mean, even with like a single needle, like you know, I mean, doing something that fine, I, I don't think it's going to hold up over a period of time. It's almost like. Like, I got a tattoo just not too long ago uh, for shits and giggles more than anything, you know what I mean? But I know it's not going to hold up. I know, like, I knew... Just like when you're sitting around bored or somebody you wanted, like, you looked, you wanted to have tattoo you, tattooed you. Yeah, it's more like that. Like the Roy tattoo. Like, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect, but I mean, I would have got it just to say I got it because it was Roy, you know? Right. But... It's just a story to point to or tell. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the... um, I forget, well, how did I start? There was a question I had there. I don't remember. Well, I, I got something real quick. Go ahead. It, since you started, mm-hmm. it, you know, now that it's more professional, you you know, there's a lot more artists and stuff. Are there different? Are there different techniques now, or has there been like breakthroughs, or is it still be done being done the same way that it was done like in the seventies? I mean, it, mostly it's the same. I mean, like you know, um, a tattoo machine. It's like just a relay. You know, like the coils. You know, they just you know you add a current to it. It pushes it up and down. You just gotta watch like how deep the um, the needle goes into the skin. I mean, you can tell if you go too deep because it's gonna blow out. It'll just look fuzzy or furry. You know, like the lines look real unclear. How long? But how far do you go before you realize it's gone? Like like you can kind of feel it. You know, you'll feel it. You know, the needle will back off. You can hear it. Like in the machine, it'll go from like one hum to another. You know, it'll be like. Mm, go too deep and it'll be like you know you feel it bog out almost you know and you can hear it so i mean it's just like a combination of the two but i mean the application is pretty much the same i mean you know look at the guys in japan that do it with like you know like a like a tapping you know or the guys in borneo that do it with like a sharpened tusk you just gotta watch like you know yeah but you don't could they do as detailed work as the as anybody else or i mean you're, Mm. you're 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 i think you're if you don't have a tattoo machine, I mean, you're probably running a disadvantage. Yeah, as far as I mean, cut, cutting corners and making like straight yeah, lines. Yeah, probably. I can't imagine that you'll ever have as detailed to work with anything but a tattoo machine. But like you know, those guys, you know, I, I guess just the actual application of it, you know, just applying it to the skin, it's it's the same. You just watch the depth so you don't scar up the skin, damage it, and then you know that's. You just get a feel for it after a mm-hmm. while, I guess. Yeah. And you said like the sound, you're able to determine like oh, yeah, you hear the, the tone change. First tattoo I ever did, I had this machine that this guy loaned me, and it, I mean, this thing ran like lightning. I mean, I just put it to the skin, and I was like, like, real quick, just super fast, and then I was like, oh my god. You know, I couldn't tell or feel anything, you know, whatsoever. What was the first tattoo you get? What was it? Was it a Tony? No, no, it was my (laughs) my other brother, actually, my other brother, Rick. He, uh, I did a sun with, like, some Zodiac symbols around it. It actually looks really pretty good. I mean, it held up. Well, when you, from when you first start tattooing, I hear people say, oh, you know, I started out doing a piece of fruit or something like that. Is that, is that just, I mean, people, you don't have someone to tattoo, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got pig skin. You need to get some moron that's willing to let you tattoo them. So, I mean, so the first couple, I mean, that, I just seems like you're like, man, that's, you're going to make some mistakes on that first one you do. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I kind of did what you guys are just talking about going too light. Like I was just so nervous, you know, and I barely put the ink to the skin and then I just kind of like go slow and move it around, you know, and you know, it just, yeah. I mean, it, I, I eventually went and re-outlined it, but I mean, like for the most part, it looked pretty good. You know, I mean, I just, a tattoo that took me, should have took me 15 minutes, took me 45 minutes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, where are you now from where you were? Like, like obviously you see progression. 
Like, oh, yeah, light years away, man. And what does that? Like, when you go to conventions and you see, like, other, or you, like, the magazines and you go, oh, this guy's technique, I didn't realize I could do that. That's crazy. Well, you know, just a combination of, like, practice and, um, like, me, I was pretty lucky. I went to Chicago, like, right away and, like, you know, like, got tattooed by, like, Guy Atchison and Kim Say and, like, um, Rob Koss and just met a lot of people that are, like, really reputable and all of them are really cool, you know? They... I'm assuming because they saw that I was serious and I was paying to get tattooed as well as, um, um, you know, like a decent artist myself, you know, they were like, okay, they took me serious and were like more willing to share little tricks and things, you know what I mean? And then I went to a lot of conventions and I've met a lot of people and I've gotten tattooed by a lot of different people, you know? So you do pick up things from different people and you learn what to do and what not to do. I always laugh because like, I think we were talking about before, what's that place in Chicago and Belmont? That everyone talks about, like, uh, Chicago Tattoo Company. No. Um, Jade Dragon. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know why, because it's by the alley or whatever. People are like, oh, you know, I went into Jade Dragon and got it, like, picked a tattoo off the wall and got a tattoo. And I'm like. That's the prime example of, like, a place you walk in, you just get something. It's like, get them in, get them out. Like, do you have a, a, a term you call a place like that? Is there, like, no, a tattooer? Just like, a... tattooing, man. It's like, you know, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I'm sure those guys, like, you know, they probably have the price right up there. Uh, I'm not like sure, you know, for this. I, like, they're not even open anymore. No? No, yeah. Fat Joe died, so, like, you know, they closed eventually, and I know they were having some other issues that were, like, you know, financial, um, something to do with taxes, but they, they, they're, I don't even think they're there at all anymore, like, no one took it over again. How hard was it to open a tattoo shop in a town that had never had a tattoo shop? You it know, had to be rough. It was it was hard, because, uh, actually, someone did open up a shop in Griffith a long time ago, he was a scumbag, you know? And uh, he, he, and they don't forget like no. they, that that sticks in people's minds. Exactly. And the, then when we went there, I mean, like, luckily the location that I found was zoned for it. So um, they initially were going to try to have some kind of like meeting with the town, and they were going to try to say no. But their attorney and our attorney got together, and you know, they told them like, hey, you can't do that. It's not legal. There's no. There's nothing you can do about it. And. So basically, they came down to it and they gave us uh, the permit and stuff, you know. I go to this shop in Crown Point. That's where I've gotten mine the last few years, and I can't believe there's one in Crown Point. But if there's yeah. one in Crown Point, why couldn't there be one in Griffith? Isn't there more than one? Is there only one in Crown Point? There used to be a couple, but I know the one closed. There's um, the one by Jewel, and then there's another one by Lake of the Four Seasons. Aren't the guys sure the guy that owns the one in Crown Point? What's it called? Tainted Skin. Isn't it the same guys who owned the place in Dyer? Yeah, no, one of them. Okay, the one guy. Um, He's, he left. He got in some trouble. The other guy opened up Tainted Skin. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Indiana's a pretty conservative state, you know? I mean, originally, like, most people were under the impression that you'd have to have a doctor, like, on premises. That was <laughs> a their, doctor? Yeah. Can you imagine how much they've That's cost a, I think them? there's a law in the books that, like, it's illegal. It's an infraction to spit on the sidewalk. So, I mean, I guess if they wanted to pull all those old laws out of the books, but a doctor on site. I'll tell you what, man. Um, is it different to have a, like a, a piercer? Do you have? Is there like different things you have to no, the criteria? It's pretty much the same. It's funny though. You know what? Like my attorney, Larry Stassen. I mean, this dude's over here in Dyer. He's great, man. I mean, like he went and like did all the research. I mean, you know, he's the one who informed us about all the ordinances. I mean, what they do now is they they basically zone things. You know, like in Dyer now, mm -hmm. like you can. A tattoo shop can be um, zoned only in a certain area, in which it's right there off of Sheffield, where it turns into Hart Road. I think right. like kind of where uh, well, I think it might be still Sheffield, but over there where that gym is, it's like the Hadaday Company. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know that's the only place you're going to put a shop, and you know who's going to go there? Right. I mean, it's it's only it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you really have to like almost accidentally go past it exactly. unless you knew. You know, you're not on like a main road. You know, right. say like Route 30. You know, people drive by it all the time. But well, I mean, and obviously there's as a tattoo artist and a person who like, you know, wants to obviously be on good terms. Now you have a responsibility to the community because you don't want, you definitely don't want to prove them right. Oh, so yeah, you gotta man. like go out of your way and you have like some people around hanging around. It's like, you gotta go. Basically. Yeah. We're, we're like definitely like, I mean, I do stuff in the community, you know, like where I donate to like the high school and stuff. And like, you know, we give out a lot of gift certificates for different things like, you know, um, FOPs and things like that, the firemen, you know, I mean, it just, yeah, I mean, you know, you do have a responsibility to the community. And I mean, that was one of the, the main arguments we had that, you know, like, hey, you know, we're like legitimate artists, you know, we're not just like scumbag tattoo artists that are like, you know, that old stigma that goes with it, you know, I mean, we're here to like help people come and get a tattoo in a good environment where it's clean, sterile, 
you know, rather than going to a basement or going to somebody's, you know, party, you know, right. It's ridiculous. Hey, do you want to, uh, read your commercial? Hold on one second. All right. I got some music for you. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Just feel the music. The Revenge of the Nerds music. Nice. Listen to the ringtone. That's it. <laughs> um, real quick, we were talking about, I saw an article that I wanted to talk about. The, uh, what is it, the 10 Forbes put out a list of the 10 most hated athletes currently. Do you have the, did you have the list up? Yep. I know the first person on the list was Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Obviously a lot of negative press I don't, lately. What do you think about that? I don't know. I think it's kind of crappy. That people hate him or that he, that he, what he did? What he did. Yeah. I mean, I, enough to like, I think hate is a pretty strong word. And it's like for anybody who's like, I don't know Lance Armstrong. I really care yeah. enough to hate him. I mean, that's pretty. I think I hate the idea of what he did. I mean, I don't hate him personally either. It's not like, you know, we're bros. We like, <laughs> you know, have If you were like, bros, though, would, you be like, would you be that? Would you be like, dude, I'm really disappointed. I would be you. really disappointed, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you got to have a certain amount of integrity in what you're doing, you know. I don't know if you heard me talk about this before, but I my, my argument was, listen, like all these European people love to shit on America. And it's like if, if us as Americans realize like this guy was 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 cheating mm-hmm. let's keep it let, let's keep it amongst our own right now like yeah. we'll, we'll deal with him on our own but we don't need to go on the world stage and be like yeah he's cheating you know the thing is how many of those other guys were doing the same absolutely now? i think they said uh, i could be wrong but i think they said every single person they've ever tested that's won the tour de france had <laughs> in fact blood doped blood the doped. weird thing is like it's not like the guy's taking steroids he literally takes a, a pause in the race to have someone take his blood out and put new oxygenated blood in really yeah he, that, that's like as far as I'm I concerned, the blood doping is I like. I know it was like during I, the race because the, I don't think the race is consistent. Like you continuously race. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was. There's a time in the race where you know you take a break. I don't think you run yeah, all knows. the way. Who cares? I mean, really. Well, say, I, I don't watch. Uh, out of all, athlete, athlete, out of all the craziest thing is, and I don't know if you knew about this. Glad people didn't hear about this, but a, an English tabloid. Obviously accused him of this years ago. He sued him and won like oh, a couple geez. million bucks. So See it's like him back. I don't know. Oh, man. I wonder how that works. Who's who's the next guy? Is it Tiger Woods? No. Uh, oh, here, I'll start from the bottom and All go right. up. We got Tony Romo, and I feel kind of bad because most of those people on the list, like obviously Lance Armstrong, the Manta Teo, there's reasons legitimately for people to be like. You know, it's just a not happy with the right. person. But Tony Romo, I mean, really, he just what, isn't that good. He just hasn't won right. the Super Bowl. <laughs> Poor guy. He just has <laughs> to hate shit, him. He's got a shitty team, that's all. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Well, he did des- uh, date Jessica Simpson when she was fat, and now she's skinny again. So. Kobe Bryant. I think we, everyone probably would have guessed that he'd been on it. I, but, did, I uh, mean, he's like, what? He's The thing about him is he's like a spoiled brat. That, and then he's you have like the rape allegations. And, yeah. But, oh, okay, so who wrote this list? Women? Because, I mean, does a dude really <laughs> say, like, yeah, it's like Kobe, man, it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. This was a Forbes list. I don't know if they took a poll or they, the editor just yeah. said, I'm going to guess. Just who one I think guy was is. like, I'm going to come up with 10 guys I personally don't like. But people do hate the guy. I mean, I, 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 like, I don't mind. I don't really care either way, again, about Kobe. It's, I think uh, he's considered, like, a cock to, as, like, a teammate because he's someone that will call you out publicly be like, yeah, this this guy fucking sucks tonight. Wasn't Jordan like that, though? When it came down to it, wasn't Jordan one of those guys who was, like, really hard on his teammates and kind of a dick? Yeah, but I it's I think it's a little bit different now because of social media and everything else. But, yeah, absolutely. Say, I mean, don't they say Kobe's better than Jordan? I think people I, – I don't know if I agree with that, but people have said that. Oh, but I maybe, it, maybe it has to do with that same sort of – like, that type of type A personality where – like you just can't help yourself. Like everything. I about believe you. he's definitely like that. If that's what you're. All right. Who's next? Kurt Busch. Is a NASCAR, NASCAR driver. Let's say even who. I don't even know. I don't watch NASCAR. No, I don't either. But like again, the guy's a dick. Why? Because you know. And I was it saying to you earlier, hot like, tempered and arrogant. It's like, well, how would you even know that? First of all, all race car drivers better be hot tempered and arrogant. That's the whole point of racing. That's the only time that guy's got recognized. Like, he made this... He must have paid somebody to be on the list. <laughs> I guarantee 90% of people are saying, who the hell is Kurt Busch? Maybe that's what I was just saying. You got to flip through there to see who the next one is? Yeah, hold on here. Michael Vick, which I think, again, we all would have probably guessed he'd be I've on I've forgiven it. him, and I'm an animal lover. 
But the, I like he had that one year where he came back and he just like dominated. Like I'm going to show was, you. And yeah, then, yeah that he had was a good it. streak. His <laughs> last two years are weak, man. But I mean, again, people still hate him for you know they'll obviously forever hate him for that. But at least he came back that one year and really you know shined it. I don't know what happened though. How do you how do you go like come back like that and then you just have no fire anymore? I, I think he was just. It's just I mean, about the money. Like you well, get he that got hurt, man. He got hurt like um, pretty bad. Like doesn't he always get? Was wasn't that like? He's not a bigger. He's a, a smaller guy yeah, for a football player. He's real mobile, but I mean, yeah, he gets hurt, you know, and, and I mean, he's got an arm though too. But I mean, and he's mo- he's he's mobile. Very. I mean, that's like. But the I mean, thing he's, about him. he he's in his early thirties now. I mean, he's yeah, out he's, of his. He's not going to be he, running. This like is he what's crazy. It's like now, I he's in his early thirties. This guy has attained like wealth. Uh, you know, celebrity, and I'm obvi- I'm older than him, right? Because how old is he? 33, 32, 33 at the most. Like, I- I've not attained one iota of what this guy's done. Next up, Alex Rodriguez. Another one. I don't think anyone would have guessed this. Obviously, the guess what? P- he's on the hated list. Yeah, oh, we absolutely. got the PED thing. Now, some guys coming out that was arrested in Florida saying, "Hey." I sold to this guy again. And he's like, no, you didn't. It's like, well, come on. You already got caught once. I mean, really? Alex again? Rodriguez? And, and he's pretty much on the downs. Like, I, Wasn't I don't he with Madonna? Yeah. Yeah. That's a reason to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody else, some other famous person. Do you think he wore those cone tit things? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of got, he's reported to have some nice uh, memories. Next. I think the Meta World Peace. I like the guy. Yeah, we like talked about, about it, man. And I, what comes to mind is that him elbowing that guy last year, and I, the guy seems fun. He like does it, and he's like, "Hey, what? What's what talking I about? Do? It. I didn't do anything. Yeah, it was unintentional. Did, but didn't he try to go back now to his original name? Like he's like, "Yeah, that, I, I did that. No, it's cool. And go back. If no, you were, I know. If, if you were a sports announcer, worked for ESPN, I would just be like, "I'm not calling him this. This is this. That's is, his legal name. Yeah, you can't not call him it. What does his basketball card say?" I guarantee it says Meta World. Oh, I'm sure it says, Jersey it. says it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it says World Peace on the picture. Well, I would just take a stand and be like, I will still refer to him as, you know. Out of all the names in the world you could pick, why that? That's what I want to know. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. No no worse than he hate me. I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Look at uh, what's his name? Chad Johnson. You yeah, know? Ocho Cinco. Yeah. My brother always wanted him to get traded to another team where they're like, we already have a guy that's that number, so we're going to soon have to trade you out. Yeah, nice. Jay Cutler. I don't know why like he makes this list at all, but apparently, and, and I'm not that much into football, but apparently he, people hate this guy. Now, I, I, I knew people in this area didn't. It's because that one game, I think it was a playoff game. He yeah. just, like He sallied and just was like, ah, I quit. I give up. They thought he was sandbagging it where he's on the bike. Yeah. That's what they mentioned in this. Yeah. But there's a website called Smoke and Jay. And it's you go to it and it says a tribute to the most apathetic looking pro athlete in the history of sports. I think sports. you 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 you're one of those people that says he just has a dickhead face altogether. Like his face just bothered. Like, yeah, because he doesn't itself, seem. Dude. He doesn't get animated. I mean, no, he gets no, pissed, man. but you never see him smile. Like you know. No man, the only time you ever see him like with any expression on his face is when he's losing and he's like pouting. You know. <laughs> but what we we're saying was in this website, every picture of him, they have a cigarette in his mouth. Like they'll take the after game picture, put a cigarette because it's like. This guy looks like he's just hanging out all yeah. the time. Like, did people hate Jim McMahon like that? Because honestly, I mean, was Jim McMahon good or was he just surrounded by a lot of really good people? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That, I, I think, well, that's what I was getting at too. I think Chicago fans, you know, Bears have always been like a defensive team. I think people just always love to dog the quarterback. We turn on the quarterback like nothing. So, yeah, Chicago teams never have great quarterbacks. It, it's, well, as soon as you, they have to always find some way to blame somebody. Right. You got to pick somebody. Next up, we have Tiger Woods. Still, obviously, again, I don't understand that. I don't um, either. Who, what, what does it matter what he does in his personal life? Because I guarantee every athlete does the exact same thing as he does. I was telling my wife, she's like, "Well, you know, he he cheated on his wife." I was like, "Well, he's a celebrity. And he travels around the world, and in uh, you know, whatever. That's just what that doesn't take away from. I, I could care less, really, what happens in his private life. Hey, look oh, at Bill Clinton. Yeah, I mean, people love him. I love him. I don't, I don't does, does that bother you? No, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I assume they all do it. He just I mean, got caught. I just think it's media, you know, they just bring in people's personal business. Really has nothing to do with their athletic, you know, skill. Oh, yeah. Just something to talk about. And he can play the saxophone, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> he Makes him even greater. He should be in Chicago. That's how he should retire. Who's the last person? Nick. I'm looking. Isn't my, it uh, uh, Manti Teo? Yeah. No, that's number two. Yeah, Manti Teo. 
I again over that. I don't even understand. Like, is he? I don't. What did, did he determine he's that? gay? I don't know. I still have no idea. Does anybody know what the actual outcome of that was? I think like he, now that no, I think he admitted like it, the, the he guy. Admitted, go ahead. The guy that was calling him was gay. Is a gay person who was attracted to him. He is still saying like I, I was completely bamboozled. I thought it was a chick. Yeah, he is still saying that. But however, he did come off and say, "Yeah, I found out in December." that the whole thing was a hoax and he's and saying out of embarrassment and a, and a humiliation for his parents and family and I guess teammates, he went said at that point he went along with it just because it was like so embarrassing. Cause he had, was that know, already during the Heisman? Like he'd already made it known that this, like how was it embarrassed? Like, first of all, if you're in an internet, how old is this guy? Cause he'd in already his, on the news. 20s, said, right? Yeah. He'd already said like, Hey, I'm, I'm in love with this person. I'm, you know, this is my girlfriend. I don't obviously he's in love with her, but he's like, this is my girlfriend. Is this because they were following him for the Heisman? Who was following the news? Otherwise, why would he be on the news talking about his internet girlfriend? He's yeah, just a football They interviewed player. him because he, he had said, I think his grandma had died. And he's also saying that this girl, Lene, Lene had leukemia, I believe. So it's, it's they're terrible. like, wow, this is crazy. So then he goes to, and oddly enough, I to go back to last week that and the catfish that also remember. Don't forget the lady said she had uh, cancer on that one. Did you see that uh-uh. that documentary catfish? Uh-uh. It's basically about the same thing where somebody gets bamboozled by an internet, like a chick saying she's a young girl, but it ends up being a fat hillbilly. When the guy like the guy surprises her, he has this long relationship with her, no. shows up at her house in Michigan. He's a, a dude in New York. And it turns out to be just like some, some fat hillbilly chick. Wait, was was like well, they got like was she an artist or something? Yes, yes, I did see that. You did? <laughs> yeah, and she had like all these like fake stories. Yeah, and, like, pictures. She of had like other nine people. different Facebook profiles yeah. going on at once. Oh yeah, she was some like hillbilly or something. Yeah, at, at the end of every chick on the internet it's a fat i don't believe chicks even use the internet like if you're hot you're not on the internet like dudes are on the internet no chicks are on the internet especially you know like no hot chick is surfing for dudes on the internet it's not happening because they don't need to do that yeah tequila yeah (laughs) she's working the internet all day long obviously number one lance armstrong which we already and and again you know what dude to be honest I'm, i'm just not that it's not that irritated by him. I'm less irritated by him because, um, what's that guy's name? Pierce Morgan. I don't know. You ever watch oh, that yeah. show? That dude is like, I, in my opinion, he's like really super anti-American and he's always like bagging on Lance Armstrong. So, uh, it made me more for Lance Armstrong just because he's an American. Just so I don't really, yeah. Him. I don't even care. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Lance Armstrong. I mean, I, I guess if you're, like, a champ like that, you know, I mean, just like, I don't know, just like NFL players, you know, like, really, it's not cool. I feel like if if there's one more, like, if, if there had to be one more baseball player that came out right now, do you watch baseball or do you follow baseball at all? Just or, like, one more little. athlete in your mind that came out where you're like, there's no way this guy's doing steroids that did, where you'd just be like, I'm done. I'm, I'm just yeah. over it. Like, who would it be? Is there one guy in your mind where you're like, there's no way this guy's on steroids? No, I don't know. I would Not Roger Clemens. You don't believe that he's not on steroids? I mean, honestly, I mean, professional athletes, maybe they should just legalize it and let them all do it. That's what I feel. Like, I've always defended Jose Canseco because he's a guy that not only was doing steroids, but he was like, I'll make it readily available to anybody who wants it. I'll teach you how to do it. I'll teach you how to cycle on and cycle off. I'm not keeping this to myself. In, in his defense, he's always he's saying like Major League Baseball knew about it, yeah. and they were like saying, "Hey, like make well, it it's happen." It's just unspoken. I mean, but I'm sure it's like rampant. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. you know you got to. I mean, as you get older, you have to be able to continuously compete with the younger people that are coming up. Yeah. So, um, one of the other questions that came that through the email is, how do you feel about tattooing names on people? I I don't know if that like the stigma about like well if you t- tattoo a name on somebody. Their relationship's going to end, or <laughs> you being spiritual as you are. You know, I look at it this way, man. You know, like, if you want a name, you know, as long as you're not, like, some 16-year-old kid who just started dating some girl, like, two weeks ago, I don't care. What's the Indi- What's the law in Indiana as far as, like, without parent consent to get a tattoo? Uh, you have to be 16 with a parent, 18 without. So. Do, you, do you find, like, more and more, like, parents bringing their kids in at, you know, 16 to get tattoos? Uh, not anymore. Not any less. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, there's a fair amount. Is it, does it, do you ever look at the parent and be like, what? Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like anything. <laughs> Depending on what they're asking their kid to yeah. get. Like, my kid wants an insane clown posse tattoo on her on the middle yeah. of her back. <laughs> I tattooed a kid one time. He couldn't have been more than 14, man. 
And this was in Gary. Like, and that was the one time <laughs> I was told to do. I mean, it wasn't the tattoo that I was like, um, like not into doing, but the fact that this kid was so young and Roy's like, just do it. <laughs> you know, and he this, just like peeks around the corner. He's like, yeah, man. And it was like kid's mom brought him in, you know, and like the mom wanted the kid to get the tattoo more than the kid wanted it. Jesus. It was weird. <laughs> was she hot at least? No, man. She was straight <laughs> hood, man. Like, ghetto. What, when he, Absolutely uncensored. What's like the worst experience? Or the you were saying like, hey, can I say this? Yeah, you know, it wasn't like a worst experience, but like, um, like this girl one time, she came in with her girlfriend. I'm assuming it was a girlfriend because they were making out, you know. And like, <laughs> if they but, weren't before, they were by the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like getting a tattoo, and she wants it like right there, like right on the bean, you know, like <laughs> right there, you know, like. uh this is in Gary? This is in Lake Station. Okay. So she wants this, like, sun and, like, I mean, literally, she wants... Seems to, like a lot of detail for a little area. It was crazy, man. It was, like, just, like, a little sun, and she wanted it right there. And, I mean, she literally wanted the ray to touch her clit, you know? And I was like, whatever. I'm like, if that's what you want, you know, I mean, I'll do it. I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, drip of white globby goo comes <laughs> coming out. And, like, I just... <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like I'm I, imagining my wife right now in her car tomorrow, like, <laughs> driving here. And Dude, it was so messed up. Throwing Did you up. stop? Yeah, I stopped. I Well, I mean, I Did stopped. you think you hurt her? Like, I don't no, know anything no, about I, the female. I, I, didn't, I didn't even get the tattoo started yet. Oh. I mean, like, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and I was just, it's kind of running down her leg. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I had to have her lay down, you know, and I put this, like, drape sheet over a little bit and i'm trying to like kind of like just not look at i was it was weird man it's it was just it was literally hanging out there and it never got talked about and he just yeah basically like do you think she knew i apparently not because she had some headphones on and she just laid there she's like yeah rocking out <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh like, that's horrible yeah oh, that is so horrible jesus um have and you ever spelled somebody's name wrong is another question i never spelled you know what? here's a guy I, he's actually um it was in Cal City. He came in and misspelled his own name. <laughs> and he was ripped. He was drunk. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't want to tattoo you. You're drunk. You know, just come back later. He's like, no, I need it now. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> dude, I'll do it. And I'm like, just spell your name on this piece of paper and I'll do it, you know. And so I'm like, just just to get him out, you know. So it's months, you know. This guy comes back and he's like irate from the start. He's like, you know, you spelled my name wrong. You messed me up. I'm the laughing stock of my family. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I didn't misspell anything. And for whatever reason, I saved that piece of paper and drew something on it and put it on the mirror. And I pulled it out. And he started, like, threatening me, like, physically threatening me. He's like, you know, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> you know, let's go outside. And I was like, look, dude, this is what you spelled. I'm going to go outside, but I... first. <laughs> let's... Well, then after I, like, tried to reason with him and to tell him, like, hey, you misspelled your own name. <laughs> then I was mad. And I was like, dude, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I was, like, really mad, you know. <laughs> and this dude, you know, like, he kind of, like, after he realized, like, what had happened, he kind of, like, shut up. And his buddy that was with him was like, come on, man, you know, you got to leave, you know. Like, you know, he kind of pulled him away, you know. What was the guy's name? Uh, Al Tariquez. Oh, so it's a name that you you didn't know if it was correct or you know, no, had no, I had no clue. clue. I had no clue. I just <laughs> was, went, I'm expecting or suspecting this is a uh, black individual. No, no, I think he was Mexican or Puerto Rican. El Tariquez. Yeah. Is it like the Tariquez? No, no, or just Al Tariquez. Al Tariquez. Yeah. It's the Tariquez. <laughs> Where would you put it at? Like on his arm? Just on his arm. Like a like. A, no, no, just right here. Just a little name. <laughs> And the thing is, I even offered, like, I was like, look, man, I was like, you know, you made a mistake, um, you know, I'm thinking, like, keep him in the shop, you know, keep right. his business. So I was like, I'll, I'll give you a decent deal on covering it up, and then we'll just redo your name again. With this badass piece it's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. No, this dude is like, you know, literally, like, physically, like, I'm going to kick your ass, and we're going to take care of this Chicago way. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, what do you mean, like, Chicago Chicago way? suburbs <laughs> way? Or, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Blues Brothers style? like North style? Side way or South Side right, way? Like, right. what are you talking about? Hopefully the South Side way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Did you ever finish that tattoo on that guy's back? That was like the cityscape with like the cockroaches and that. Um, we're about like ninety five. Really, that gone. thing's been going on it's, for a long time. Easily like four or five years. Yeah, man. that's crazy. Dude, that thing's like my masterpiece, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that tattoo. It's, um, it was a lot of fun. What you were saying? You was, what movie did you just go see? Zero Dark Thirty. Did you see that? Mm -mm. What's the deal with that? It was the story of the manhunt for Osama bin Laden. Uh, is it supposed to be like, like an actual true story? Or yeah, like I guess a... they tried to keep it true to life. They interviewed people that were involved, and 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, apparently, there, so you can't speak to it, but right? Apparently, there's people, there's politicians that are kind of mad. Like, how did this get out? And there's that's it, well, if you remember the uh, the Da Vinci Code, the, the the Catholic Church was mad that got out. Right. So, or they were saying like this. Is, this is complete bullshit. It's like, yeah, we know it's a work of fiction, like based on some possible things that may have had. Yeah. No one's saying it's true. Why are you getting so defensive? Yeah. So that always like sends up a red flag. Like, you know, when somebody comes out and they're like, uh, it's too get a little too close to the uh, to the truth. Right. What you ultimately would you think of? Well, it was the same writer or the same director as Hurt Locker. I, I think she might have wrote it too, I don't know, a female director. Uh I think it her name is Catherine Bigelow. I don't know if you can IMDb it real quick. No, I can't. Um, my <laughs> I wife, at, I, I we went and saw it, and I didn't know if she was gonna like it or not because I think she was thinking it was gonna be like an action movie, and it was really just. Then why did she go in the first place? Just to be nice. Oh, well, that's nice. My wife wouldn't go. Yeah. Um, no, well, no. I told her I'm like, hey, this is not just some stupid action movie. I'm like, well, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen an action movie at the movie theater anyway, and I said, you know it. Was potentially I don't know if it ended up getting nominated for anything, but it was in the talks or in the running. But uh, it, it the story focused on the actually a female CIA agent that was apparently there from the beginning, putting all the pieces together and, and tracking them down, and it just kind of showed like all the different technology and the waterboarding and everything else that apparently they used to to actually track the courier that or to track Bin Laden's courier. So at the end of the movie, they actually catch um, Saddam Hussein, not Bin Laden. Huh? You're talking about Saddam Hussein. This was to capture Saddam Hussein or Bin Laden. Oh no, I'm sorry, it was Bin Laden. Maybe you said that. I don't. Know. I wasn't paying attention. I, don't know. I, thought I, got, I, said I, I fell asleep halfway through your description. Uh, so did they? Who played Bin Laden? I don't. They didn't even Jeff really. Sh- the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was John Malkovich. John oh. Malkovich. But he had a horrible accent. Yeah. Oh, no. No shit. Did you ever look up that IMDb? I looked up. John, we were going to talk about John Malkovich, and I'm like, man, this guy's been in. But I looked up his IMDb, and I'm like, they're like 85 to 90 percent. Because I was going to just talk shit on him because I think he's he's just terrible. But 85 to 90 percent of the movies he was in, I've never seen. I have no clue. Like, I don't know if they're independent Foreign movies, movies or. Maybe? foreign he's an american he does a shitty foreign accent so hopefully he wasn't in too many foreign movies you ever see rounders no oh my god he did the worst the i worst think the Russian movie's accent. good but he is got a horrible accent and i Not think me. he's kind of t- him i think he's kind of touted by people's like this guy's a, like a really good actor like he, he could do anything you. straight up <laughs> play you Pay that man his money. It's the worst Russian accent. It's son of beats all night. Tick, tick, tick. You know, yeah, it's one of the worst accents ever, like, documented in a movie. But if you look, like, I thought that I would know a lot more of his movies. And I guess really the only one that I really know besides that one is Con Air, which... Oh, and, and being John Malkovich, which, hey, I looked at... I was, was looking at that. That got a lot of acclaim, though, didn't it? Yeah, but did you see it? No. It was really, it was really, I didn't thought it sucked, and it wasn't that great. But then I saw, the star of that movie was Cusack, and then I looked, and I thought, you know what? I wonder if Cusack and my favorite actor of all time, John Goodman, have ever been in the same movie, and they actually were. There was a movie called The Jack Bull. It was like a HBO miniseries, or like a short film. Did you ever see it? Mm-mm. We're going to have to view that before the next podcast. Because I, I love Cusack and I love John Goodman, and they're both in the same movie. So, um, the last thing I want to go over, I came up with a questionnaire since Chench was the first guest. We're trying to come up with a questionnaire that we could ask every guest. They're just random questions. Sure. So just answer them however you wouldn't. If you don't know, don't they're know. You answer them. <laughs> Best celebrity mustache. Wow. I don't know, man. I saw this guy's mustache in the bar yesterday. It was pretty radical. <laughs> Not a celebrity. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm so out of tune on what's going on. Like, I went and saw Django Unchained the other day, and that's like the first movie I've seen in two or three years. You know, like I don't watch TV. I don't like. I live in my own little bubble most of the time. <laughs> so we'll just go with uh, Sam Elliott on that. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll agree with that. <laughs> most underrated character actor, which you might not be able to answer either because you've never been. Yeah, I don't know. You can you help him out? Underrated character actor. All right, moving on. Most overrated film of all time. Most overrated film? Jeez. Well, you really put me on the spot yeah, here. Yeah, I am. 
I could have forwarded these to you before, but I wanted to see what you, how you would. Yeah, I don't know. The Clockwork Orange is the answer to that. Really? I don't know. I think it's a great movie. Really? Yeah, I always You're the love third, that movie. It, what, and then you have to, what's that other one that I hate that everyone likes? Uh, the, the, with the two brothers. Um, oh, my God. That one Bolt, Boondock Saints. Oh. oh, yeah, that was all right. I mean, it was Like where like, people like make it out to be like the greatest. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, it wasn't like it was something. What's a huge piece of shit then that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, best organized crime movie. Oh, man. Oh, what was that uh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and. Uh, the Departed? Yeah, I think that's a great movie. Well, I yeah. think Nick will agree with that. Best kid cereal. Best kid cereal? Oh, tricks. Uh, favorite Madonna song. Oh, my God. Uh, what was that one? La Isla Bonita. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That one where she was like naked and dancing in the video most of the time was pretty awesome. Uh, some some like of my love, Justify My oh, Love. Oh, Justify My Love? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of the new Favorite aspect. member of the 1986 World Champion Mets. <laughs> I, I couldn't even name anyone on that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Daryl Strawberry on that. No, I, I couldn't. Worst female comedian. Oh, man. Paula Poundstone. Okay. What uh, what person, dead or alive, would you like to fight? Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I don't know. I don't really want to fight anyone. If you if you had to fight someone, if your life depended on it. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think is really annoying. Probably, jeez, uh, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. <laughs> we'll pass. Best band out of the UK. Oh. Isn't Radiohead from the UK? I think so. They might as well Either be as Canada far as I'm concerned they're from the I'm UK. I'm going to go with Radiohead. They, well, all right. Probably, I don't know. Either the Stones or the Beatles. Something like that. You know, Zeppelin. Best book ever read. Ooh. Uh, the Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien. Did you ever read that? Mm-mm. Uh, favorite smell. Oh. <laughs> This perfume I smelled the other night was pretty fucking fabulous. But you don't know what it is? No. And you didn't I, think it, to ask? So you yeah, could just I, buy I, a bottle and smell no, it? No, no. I was talking to this girl and I smelt it and I was like, oh, it's incredible. What is that? And I can't remember what it was. So White diamonds? No. It smelled pretty great. Least favorite smell? Crap. <laughs> John Goodman? <laughs> yeah. No. No John Goodman? No. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, the last thing I want to do, if you do have like a, um, you have a Facebook account, obviously it's a 45th street tattoo yeah. on Facebook, but I don't know what the actual, do you know what the URL is? Uh, it's, like backslash it's pages just, backslash. Um, just whatever Facebook, um, forward slash F O R T Y. You spell it out that way. Okay. And, uh, usually it'll pop up really soon. Do you have any, like, um, any, any places you're going to be or any places where people can, can, well, I, I did just get a website up for the shop. I mean, you know, that's, you know, it's www.45thstreettattoo.com. Uh, um, All getting, spelled out. Uh, well, it's just uh, 45, the number. Okay. S-T, uh, then the word tattoo.com. Okay. Um, I'm You're not going to be in conventions or anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm heading up to G- Detroit in um, the end of this month, the 22nd, I think, through the 24th. And then um, I'm heading to Baltimore in April. I'm doing an art show in Chicago, like a group show coming up. You know, it's like all about Harry Houdini. It's right around his birthday, the 24th, I believe, of March, um, at the Flight Iron Bar in the corner of Damon North and Milwaukee. And uh, what do you do there? Like, you just put up your regular like paintings or yeah, drawings it's just or... based on like anything to do with Houdini and the or the occult or mysticism. You know, so you drew specific stuff, painted specific. Yeah, stuff? I have like a specific thing geared for that show. Can you buy your art there? Um, or is it just yeah, a show? yeah, you can buy it. You're like, yeah, can you buy it anywhere? You well, it. I mean, yeah, the, it's like meant to be sold there, you know. Um, it's a, it's like a group show. A lot of tattoo artists are going to participate, mostly from Chicago. But I mean, anybody else from your shop or? Um, yeah, myself, um, my apprentice Nick, and um, this girl Jessica and Julie. So we're all participating. We used to work with the guy Omar, who was from Chicago. He came out here. He opened up a shop, and it's really kind of blown up. And he, they sponsor art shows and they do a lot in the, the community in Chicago. So, like, you know, I ran into him recently and he was like, hey, you know, you want to do a show? And I was like, yeah. So. What, 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 as far as your, like, how do you get in contact with the shop, like, phone number wise or? Um, well, yeah, our number is uh, 219 922 Um, You know, usually, I mean, everybody's got their personal uh, Facebook page and, you know, or you can reach us um, 
email at uh, tattoo45thstreet.com or okay. yeah or at I'm sorry at yahoo.com okay you have anything going on nothing, <laughs> nothing at all no art shows for me uh, did you see Walking Dead tonight yeah how was it don't I don't, don't tell me what happened I, I, no, that, that, that tells, that I'm going to go right there. <laughs> with our explanation of the, the, like last fall. It's still good, but it's just... I like them on the run rather than trapped in a, in a city like where they're like... Is it falling off? I wouldn't say it's falling... It, it's, well, yeah, I mean, it is falling <laughs> off. Because I, I used to think this show was like pretty flawless before, but it's just not... It's starting to get bogged down with more mundane stuff, like maybe the conflicts between the characters a little, oh. and, instead of maybe... Because I think... You know, I'm. I want to see like the zombie kills. There's and... a new zombie movie that just came out. I can't remember the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Where like oh, warm something. Yeah, oh. warm bodies. Yeah. Where yeah. like these, you start. They start out as zombies and they start to become human again. It looked. It looked pretty awesome, actually. Well, there. Did you re- ever read that book, World War Z? No, but you know what? The, actually, isn't there a movie coming yeah. out like that? That looks pretty interesting. Like. Uh, we were, I think we were talking about this with Steve. The book is nothing like the movie because uh-huh. they were talking about it, but the movie does look cool because like, it, it originally was supposed to come out this Christmas and they pushed it back again because they were adding some stuff. Yeah. So, I, like I said, just by the the uh, your expression right off the bat, I'm not, <laughs> I might, I might, I'm not going to be in a hurry to watch it tonight. I'll wait till tomorrow morning. Did you watch right. the Americans this week? Yes. Amazing. Good. Did you see this what show? Is it about? Like, it's about two like Ru- spies or yeah, something. Two yeah, two Russian spies during the beginning of the Cold War okay. who are living as Americans. Oh, so it's like in the past? Yeah. In the eighties. It's like nineteen eighty, oh, okay. eighty one. And they're living as Americans. They have children who don't know they're spies, and across the street from them is an FBI like terrorist you know, specialist or mm-hmm. whatever. So they're going around doing all kind of spy related stuff. But and, and again, it's got Carrie Russell from uh, Felicity. She looks old. I think she looks good. I think she looks better than she's ever looked. Um, a couple of uh, things I want to tell people to look out for. I want to throw a uh, shit to look out for to uh, this uh, podcast called Live from the Barrage. I think it's kind of like our podcast, but they're from the East Coast. They do a lot of, um, they talk a lot about music. They play music during their podcast. So it's, a, it's another one that I would tell people to look out for. So, um Beside the Americans, beside uh, the Return of the Walking Dead that comes back tonight, which is Sunday, the uh, February tenth, check out live from the Barrage, and we will see you next week. My podcast, or excuse me, my uh, our Twitter account is what is it at HeyMyMan2012 at twitter.com. My Twitter personal Twitter account is at StuperDaveInc. What's yours? At Nick four eighty eight four eighty eight. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.